You are listening to another episode of the Third and East Podcast. Our edition of the Third and East Podcast. Phone, it's official. It's a it's the playoff push here and everything. And we are we have just three weeks to go. How are you doing on this holiday season? I feel like Jim Moore every time I hear someone say playoffs. Playoffs. I can't believe it's already here. This has been a much faster season than what we've had the last few years. It seems like the middle. It seems like the middle of the season was really dragging and everything, but this like recently has been really flying, which is probably a positive here and everything. I mean, there were some really interesting games last week. Um, I guess we have to start off the show with uh, one of the, the break. You know, when we last did our show and everything was uh, when the Raiders absolutely demolished the Chargers on Thursday Night Football, 63-21. to I know Justin Herbert's out for you, but guess what? Staley finally got what, he, what me and you have been calling for the last few years, and he got, he got canned. Yeah, it, this, this was way long overdue. I mean, for a guy who came in as a defensive mind and a guy who had Justin Herbert fall in his lap, he really hasn't done as much as what – they expect him to do. And keep in mind, they fired Anthony Lynn for him. Yeah, that was not a good, that was not a good choice. It was a terrible move. Anthony Lynn was a good coach, and I didn't think he deserved that then. And, you know, looking back, I still think he doesn't deserve it. Because overall, with less around him, he got more done than Staley did. So yet the Chargers yet again put themselves five years back. What a surprise. I mean, we and we and we, you know, this is a team. This is a team now, and I think that's going to be. There's a lot of question marks stemming or anything because, you know, do they do they build around Justin Herbert? Are they going to offer him that extension? I mean, it's just a, there's a lot of interesting moves because the Chargers are not going. You know, Staley was brought in to help out the defense, and her defense just wasn't there. The offense put up the stats. It didn't this year because of injuries and everything, but the defense was never there. And Staley had to go because of his game time, his crazy game decisions too. Yeah, he, he was too analytical. There are some things, and you and I have had this. We've said this, and we've had the same conversation. There are some things that you just kind of learn as you're in the midst of calling plays, in the midst of you know being a coach and being the guy who makes the choices that a computer is just not going to get you. And I think he relied too much on that, and he was so proud of being this analytical guy and to the extreme and to a fault, and eventually it's what led to him getting fired because, I mean, you go out there in 63-21, to 21, it could have easily been 77-0. to zero. This was garbage time. This was complete oh. garbage time. I remember when we were looking at that, we were just shocked by the story, and it was, a, it, was a, it was a it was midway for the third quarter that they hit 50 points or something like that. I mean, it was just an absolute embarrassment. We also had uh, Saturday football still last week. Um, amazing game. Uh, this kicked off the Saturday games was the Vikings and the Bengals. And the Bengals, despite being without Joe Burrow, despite Jamar Chase leaving that game uh, early and everything, it looks like he might be done for a regular season. Maybe, maybe not here. I think but Jake Browning led a couple of the drives. T. Higgins absolutely won that game for him. And that Bengals defense is underrated. They're they're really stepping up and they're really playing with everything they have because not a lot of options when your offense is being led by a guy who's, I mean, cut from a practice squad last year. 
So they're showing up to play. And in all fairness to Jake Browning, he's showing up and playing the best football he's played since, you know, he was in college. Yeah. And, 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 and you know, the Vikings continue to choke. Nick Mullins is not a good quarterback, period. No. He played, you know, he just, he's just, the Vikings have had quarterback issues the entire year ever since, uh, you know, it goes to show you how Kirk Cousins is actually a very valuable quarterback in this league and everything. Um, and um, the Bengals, this is now the second or third straight. You know, they played against some really tough teams over the last few weeks here. And I think with Jacksonville, with Pittsburgh, with, um, you know, I'm not talking about Pittsburgh, uh, but they've put, you know, the Jacksonville upset on Monday Night Football. Then they play. Um, they did. They lost to Pittsburgh, but they play. It was a. T- it was a tight. It was at least a tight game. And then they uh, go ahead, beat the Jaguars, and of course beat the Vikings. Uh, and then uh, they absolutely decimated the Colts. I mean, the Bengals are playing tough opponents, playing them pretty damn well too. This is without Joe Burrow, which says a lot. This is Zach Taylor's final, final job right now. To me, the Bengals make the playoffs. He's coach. He is a frontrunner for coach of the year. Oh, he would have to be because this is because they have a lot of injuries everywhere, and this is not a team who had a roster that really jumped out at you. The big thing was they had Jamar Chase and they had Joe Burrow. They still don't have that great of an offensive line. The defense, we didn't know the defense was going to be good, so that was kind of a question mark. So this is this is coaching. This is coaching more than they just have a talented roster. These guys are showing up. They're well-disciplined. They don't get penalized a lot. They don't make a lot of stupid, silly mistakes. And they play complimentary football. I mean, this is a great coaching job by Zach Taylor. And I think his critics, they they won't be silenced because critics are there for a reason. But I think he's showing that even without Joe Burrow, he's still a quality coach. Oh, exactly. And a team – and also a team right now that's staying a little, you know, that's entering, that has a little bit of a hot shoe right now, um, who's won four of the last five is the Indianapolis Colts, their division rival. Boo. But, I mean, they're, they're playing really good football right now. Are they, though? They're a team, they're a team, they, they're a team that you do not want to play right now. I mean, their defense is playing much better. Jonathan Taylor is running the football. Darn Minshew's proven to be a decent, solid, being a decent quarterback. This is a team that I would fear right now in the AFC to play round one in the wild card round. Yeah, and the, the big thing, they're finally getting to where they're somewhat healthy again because for a while they were all banged up. But they're, they're I don't know, they're, they're really weird. I wouldn't bet any game that they're in because you know they're going to mess it up somehow. And, sorry about that. So I would stay away from any kind of betting lines with them because you really just don't know it. You really ne- – you never know what they're going to get. Yeah, they won four out of their last five, but they win ugly games too. Uh, there were – although there were a couple ugly games last week, like the Panthers upsetting the Falcons, the winners mm-hmm. in the game of the year, your Houston Texans uh, winning against Will Levis and the Titans on the road without this fight, without being – without Steve Daystrad, they will be without him again – this week, but that's a big win for them for a wild card chances and a plus mm-hmm. game for them and everything. But he also had a couple really huge games last week. 
um, you had um, the Bills hosting the Dallas Cowboys, and the Bills just blew them out of the water. Dominant, da- dominant win. Must win game for the Bills. They are if they win out, they are in the playoffs. As crazy as that sounds, they are. Still, they, if they win out, they will be in the playoffs. Yeah, and that was that was a scenario that you and I talked about probably four weeks ago. It's like, man, they're going to go on a really tough run of teams they have to play, and they're going to have to win four out of five, or five, I forget what the number was. They got beat the they got beat the like they beat the Cowboys. That was huge. They right. got beat the Dolphins. They got beat the Dolphins. After I mean, and they and they beat the Chiefs and they beat the Chiefs. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs. That was, those were the two. It's like, man. And then they played Philadelphia, and it's like, which one of these games were they going to win? And they've won two really big ones that, honestly, I didn't think they would. And they could, and they could easily could have won that game against Philadelphia. They blew yes, they that could game. have. Yes, they did. And this is the team, and this is same story as national media, but we have to. I mean, you can't argue it. If this team gets in the playoffs, they are extremely dangerous. Yeah, because they're actually playing like how we thought they would. <laughs> Yeah, and it's, and it's always good to play against these teams that are a little bit under the radar. I mean, to me, Buffalo, right? And the defense is starting to get healthy. No. That's the key. It wasn't the it was it was the defense midseason that was struggling. The offense was there. But, I mean, Josh Allen was turning the ball over, but now he's been he's been getting better. I mean, if they make the playoffs or hell, they, if they win the division somehow and steal it from the Dolphins. Josh Allen might as well be named. I mean, I think the media will give him an NFL MVP if he does that. I don't know. Thank you. He's going on. He's going on a nice run right now. It might be recency bias, but I mean, there's there is a there is a chance right now. I mean, there's a lot of factors, but I mean, there's no team in the NFL right now that wants to see the Buffalo Bills on their schedule. No, because they're finally heating up like we thought they would. Or like they were supposed to. This, this is so the way they're playing now. I find, by the way, I finally found some holiday, some holiday brews. I went ahead and just got the Shiner holiday cheers. But yeah, yeah. So the um, first six pack of the year, and there's what six days left. So this this will be good. But um, this is how I kind of thought they'd be playing all year, and they got off to just a terrible start and people were saying, well, Josh Allen's turning the ball over, might have to restructure his deal or trade him. They were talking about firing Sean McDermott. Yeah. I mean, the fans were not happy and the media, of course, being the media is so quick to say, well, trade and fire everybody. That's what has to happen here. That's clearly the, that's clearly what needs to happen here. Well, based off of what? <laughs> like, this, they, I mean, this, Dor- they fired Dorsey, the offensive coordinator. Because, they did. You know, the, the offensive, the offense wasn't doing the job, and look what they've done in the last few games. That was clearly, you know, with him because who's who's doing it now? It's let's see, uh, it's uh it's Joe Brady, right? I believe so. Yes. Yeah. So so Joe Brady getting a chance to show that he can actually call plays, which he almost got the offensive coordinator job here in Houston, whenever Lovey Smith was a head coach, and they opted for Pep Hamilton which turned out to be a terrible mistake because we had the worst offense that year. And Joe Brady's putting together a pretty good run as far as offensive schemes go and as far as offensive numbers go. So I think I, I think that was what needed to happen. But it's crazy what a few weeks difference can make 
And it's crazy how much momentum is still heavily involved in football, despite what people want to say about got to have a top quarterback, got to have X, Y, and Z. Look, you get a team hot, and it's just like the Colts. This is one of those teams that you don't want to play in the postseason. No. And, you know, a couple, couple uh, to recap a couple more teams last week here, uh, so uh, the, the Browns won a thriller against the Bears uh, last week. You know what I mean? Despite the – I think the Browns went through four quarterback changes uh, this year and everything. They, they Flacco, over, Flacco threw three touchdowns, threw three interceptions. Browns still find a way to hang on. Can't believe they're a 9 1 team. It's, yeah, it's pretty crazy because they've had Watson, they've had Flacco, they've had PJ Walker, and they had. Um, and they had the hyphen name. I forget. I, 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 I was going to tell, tell you what his. He had a hyphen for his, his last name. Oh, God. Oh, a hyphen? Yeah, do you take his? Do you take his wife's last name? No, we're not. Saying, we're not. We're not <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. No, but they, they've, had, they've, they've had a few different. They've had a few different Thomas, quarterbacks. Thomas, Thompson Robinson. Oh, oh man, I actually really like that guy, and I, I feel bad for him. He, he got a really. I, I thought he was a value pick as a backup <laughs> quarterback. Now I feel bad. <laughs> I, I like that guy because I think they didn't they waive him. Yeah, no, I think he's still on the roster. So no, they, they they waived Walker. That's what man. That that's that yeah, sucks for Walker though. He didn't do anything wrong. Yeah, team fit and everything. And then uh, Baker Mayfield throws a perfect passer rating at the Packers because Joe Barry should be shot. Uh, the 49ers escape Arizona. They did not play their best game um, there and everything. The Rams are continuing their hot streak, and the Ravens are just the Ravens right now. They're the best. I mean, to me, they're the most dominant team in the AFC right now, period. I think there, there's not a lot of clear top four, top five in the AFC, but I do think uh, – I agree with you. I think the Ravens are the top team right now. Yeah, and the Ravens are the top team in the AFC. If they can take that rolling into the playoffs, which they haven't done the last few years, that would be very cool of them because I'm tired of seeing the Chiefs go to Super Bowls, and I don't want the Colts to go. Well, I guess my Texans could go, you know, if no. hell froze over. Yeah, how would how would freeze over if they went right And then of course you had the uh, Eagles being frauds again. Yeah, just complete, complete collapse. And That's they're showing they're showing that toughness is gone. Two lock playing a mediocre game until that final drive. T.J. Metcalf playing a awful game until that final drive. I mean, he, I mean, Jalen Hurts. Everyone says, "Oh, he's the MVP, MVP." The last few weeks and everything. What has he done the last two weeks? Nothing. I've seen enough of him this year to where it's like this is not his best year. He was no. way more entertaining last, and way more efficient last year. Well, last year they, they had a they had a easier schedule. Yeah. A healthy offensive line. The defense was much, and the defense pressure rate. I mean, they they set what the NFL record. On quote and sacks last year, they didn't sack anyone in the Super Bowl last year. Right. But their pressure rating went from number one in the NFL last year to twenty third in the NFL this year. Yeah, it's dropped off. Because it's one of the teams that they played tougher schedule, mm-hmm. slightly. Yeah. This their schedule got tough later in the year. They had a cupcake first eight weeks. Cupcake. 
Yeah, I mean, the Eagles there's are, no the way Eagles to are not it. playing well. And Wayne Johnson is still not 100% healthy. No, no. I, I don't think their offensive line is very healthy at all. You look at all those guys, no. and they just look like they're moving around like it hurts. And the defense and the secondaries, the secondary which is supposedly sucked down, is suspect recently. James Bradbury staying burned on every single play. On that final drive, he got burned. Yeah, I mean, the, what's it? Metcalf ran right by him. It's like he wasn't oh. even there. Yeah. Great. And, you know, they, the Eagles would have won. The Eagles had their opportunity to put their absolute chokehold on the Cowboys, and they failed to do so. Yeah, there's been – their roster still what it was last year. They're just facing oh, more difficult cir- – yeah, they're still good. They're just facing more difficult but, circumstances than what they had to face last year, and they're not handling it well. And Jalen Hurts is not handling it well, and the coaching I mean, staff is not handling it well. I mean, let's be honest here. When it comes to playoff predictions right now and everything, if me and you were to be realistic and everything, I mean, all these teams to make it right now, it's going to be a crapshoot in the AFC. I'm just saying, it's going to be a crapshoot. Yeah. It could be one of four, it could be one of three or four teams. The NFC, in my opinion, is the 49ers. Yeah. And maybe Dallas. I don't know about I'll, Dallas. I don't trust Philly right now. Not not how they've played this not how they played since Thanksgiving. I don't trust them. I don't I you, you rule out the AFC rule out the NFC South. I think the I think the Lions hit, I think the Lions speak way too I think the Lions speak way too early. And Mike McCarthy holds the Cowboys back as a play caller. And, and I don't think their senator is that good. No. As he's gone through San Francisco, period. Oh, yeah, it's going to have to. It's going to have to. And I don't see anyone who's going to be able to match up with them. No. It's... As me and you talked last week and everything... The only team to beat the 49ers healthy all year was the Cleveland Browns. Yeah. Only team to beat them healthy. That was a really physical, physical game. Two very similar teams at the time. Aaron, I mean, we say, you, you just mentioned, the Cleveland Browns started for your quarterback issues. Green Hump, Dane Hurt, first, second week of the year. It's unbelievable what the Browns are doing this year. And I, I, I laughed at the, at the media at Walter Football when he said, this is all year, at the preseason, this is all year, all in year for the Browns. Not joking. I mean, they're showing up. This They have some talent on that team. That defense they, is far and away the best in the league. Yeah, and with how much money they have tied up in just a few guys, their window's closing. And a window is closing. Sneaky, sneaky team. So, Swan, so as the playoff, as the playoffs currently stand here and everything, let's talk about some. Um, before we get into the breakdown or anything, let's talk about some playoff scenarios, shall we? Yeah, sounds good. 
Baltimore will clinch the AFC. Baltimore is already clinched the playoff berth if they win. Um, win with a Cleveland loss this week. Um, they will win the division. Cleveland can clinch with a whole bunch of scenarios, which are way too complicated to explain on air. If Kansas City wins this week, they will clinch. They actually will clinch the not only a playoff berth but the AFC West with a win over Las Vegas this week. Miami will also clinch a uh, will clinch a win a playoff berth with a win, or and they'll clinch the division with a win and a Buffalo loss. Over in the NFC side, it's a little bit more. Uh, San Francisco is already won the division. Dallas and Philly have already clinched playoff berths. Lions have clinched the NFC North with a with a win at Minnesota this week. And then the San Francisco 49ers that actually already clinched the number one overall seed somehow, some way already with a win of Philly, Dallas, and Detroit loss. Which is unlikely, but it can happen. And it's crazy that it can happen this early. Which is, yeah, three weeks out and everything. Right now, as we go through the overall scenarios here, and uh, we just went through the overall sort. So this is right now how it stands right now in the AFC. Right now, the Ravens are the number one overall seed. Yeah, and I think they're going to keep that. They have a full one-game lead over the Dolphins. Dolphins right now are number two at 10-4. and four. Number three is Tennessee at 9-5, leading the AFC West. Number four is the Insects Jaguars, who are fighting right now. But Trevor Lawrence will play this week. The top wild card right now is, is, is the Cleveland Browns at 9-5. Number six is the 8-6 and six Bengals, who are sneaking in. Number seven is the Colts at 8-6. and six. With your boys, with the Houston Texans being at 8-6 and six as the odd team out. And the Bills tied at 8-6 on, at, as number nine. With the Steelers, Browns, with the Steelers and the Broncos, uh, being one game behind uh, at 7-7. Seven seven. Hmm. Huh? Oh, same. Hmm. As in, it's very peculiar. There's a lot of 8 and 6. <clears throat> there's a lot of 8 and 6 guys right now in the AFC. So, in order, because I was, what I wanted to talk to you about, in order for Houston to make it, so they have to beat Indianapolis. They have to win out in the division, which means they beat Tennessee and Indianapolis. And um, what was the other one? The Browns would have to lose at least one of the next three games or something, which is tall orders. So so this is how it currently stands. If the Texans are currently at a 48% chance to make the playoffs. If they lose, they drop down to 32%. If they win, they go to 72%. Mm -hmm. The Bills... Or a 61% greater than both the tech, uh, Colts and the Bills. If they lose, they drop down to their lowest percentage at 27, but they stay at the same percent. They have a lower percentage if they win at 70%. Texans actually have the greatest strength if they win this game this week. Um, the Bengals, if they lose today's game, go from 41% to 18%. But they only have a 58% chance to make the playoffs. The Browns are looking really solid at 
if they win this week, they are pretty much in. Uh, Jaguars um, to lose the division, but they are sitting pretty comfortably right now, looking at least a wild card spot. After we talk about the AFC song, let's talk about the NFC here. Uh, the 49ers are number one right now. Cowboys are number two. Eagles at number three. The Lions are very likely going to be number three seed. Uh, the Buccaneers right now with that big victory, oh, big two games against the uh, Saints and the Packers, uh, two big road wins are now number four seed. Um, the Rams right now are the um, – the Rams right now are the sixth are the, are the sixth seed uh, right now in the wild card, and the seventh seed is the Vikings with the inside looking out. Seahawks are right behind them at number eight, and there's a log jam uh, between a couple six and eight teams. With the um, Saints are tied with the Seahawks at set, um, with the Saints losing this past weekend. They're, they dropped the seven and eight. The Falcons and the Packers are at six and. Yeah, it's looking like your buddies are going to be on the outside looking in for this. Hey, the Packers are who they thought they were. They deserve – when he was Tommy DeVito and when he let Baker Mayfield throw a perfect pass of rating on your own turf, you deserve everything that you get. Um, to me, yeah, I don't – I mean, the Seahawks, when they're healthy and everything, I think – they might be a team that gets it. I don't like Minnesota here personally and everything. I mean, no, the they're too banged up. I think the Rams are proven to beat them. I think the Rams are proving to be themselves worthy of the wild card and everything. They're a, and I predicted them to be in the wild card for this very year and everything. I think the Saints blew it. Um, I think they're good, but they're not. They're not a great team. The Falcons had the division in the bad. They blew it too here and everything. I think the division's going to come down to uh, the three non-NFC <coughs> South teams, which are going to – the Packers are going to have to beat Minnesota. Um, they're going to have to win out. If they don't win out, they're out. Um, and then you also have uh, the Seahawks and the Vikings battling up for the, last, for the last spot, in my opinion. Yeah, you guys had to lose to Baker the Faker. Baker. They messed everything. Baker the Faker. He, he is a – he can pretend to be a franchise quarterback for a year or two, and then he reverts back to Baker. So, some because there are now we're in the last uh, we're in the last three weeks. There's no more bye weeks, of course, left in the mm-hmm. year. We are going to predict every single game here and everything. There was a first night football game this past weekend with the Saints and the Rams. I would have picked the Rams, um, and they did win. Um, 30 to 22. Didn't look like it was going to get out of hand. Did Saints call it back down? God, the Saints had a better coaching staff. They would have been, they would have won this game. Yeah, they're clearly not as disciplined as you would like them to be. They're not as coached well. And people can, they're putting a lot of the heat on Derek Carr. I don't blame Derek Carr for a lot of this. I blame Dennis Allen in the front office for a lot of it. Oh, yeah, 100%. Game going on actually right now. This game, I believe, is on uh, NBC. Actually, the Steelers just scored. I would have predicted the Bengals this game. Steelers are up 14 and nothing. I'm still going to roll with the Bengals. Uh, the, char- the Bills and the Chargers. Uh, Bills are a 12-point favorite going into SoFi. Uh, this game is also – this game is going to be on strictly Peacock tonight and everything. I think the Bills decimate. The Chargers. 
um, plus uh, minus 12 all the way. Yeah, I would take that, and I would pick the Bills. The 1 o'clock games here. Um, tomorrow's games are a little bit of a mixed bag here, everything, uh, which they are highlighted by the late games tomorrow. Uh, the Packers and the Panthers. Packers are trying to make a bounce back after two devastating losses. Does Bryce Young have a career performance and it's a Joe Barry defense? I mean, the Packers did done. This game is close stuff. Yeah, I think you'll squeak this one out. The Commanders taking on the Jets, which should be a really ugly game. Um, Trevor Simeon led Jets going against uh, the Commanders. Very set. It's the immovable object. It's the immovable object, which is the um, Jets defense. The Jets offense going up against the um, the penetrable defense and the last ranked Commanders defense. That's a high. Uh, that's a highlight of a matchup. Uh, I like the Jets defense. I'm real with the Jets. Yeah, it's it's a stoppable force meets a movable object, and yes. um, <laughs> which I, I don't think the I don't think Washington's defense is truly the worst in the league. I think their offense causes a lot of problems for them, and they've caused them problems in big games, especially to where it's like you know the defense. I'm not saying it's good, but I don't think it's the worst in the league. But I would still. Man, I'm kind of picking the Jets on this one. I think right now they're the better coach team. The tight, the Seahawks and the Titans. The Seahawks are a three-point favorite against the Titans and everything. Going on the road to Nashville, Will Levis has not been playing. Has been playing okay over the last few weeks and everything. You know, Smith is back. I'm going with the Seahawks on the road here. I will also take the Seahawks. Holds Falcons. Weird game here and everything. The uh, winners of four or five in the Colts and have been going into Atlanta to take on the Falcons, who have been coming off uh, two really bad losses over the last few weeks. Here and everything, it's going to be the matchup of Minshew and Heineke and everything. Uh, I'm going to go with the Colts here. I'm going to go with the Falcons. They're tougher to beat at home. Very tough to beat at home. <clears throat> the Browns and the Texans. Texans benefit from this game and even because they, well, I mean. They definitely get the they get the draft pick and anything. The Browns are just a three point favor in uh, Houston or anything. There's no CJ shot. He's officially been ruled out because of the concussion protocol things that should be to know after Jackson or anything. I am going to go against your boys here, so I'm going to go with the Browns. Uh, I'm I'm going to roll with Houston. Homer. So. Hey, Lions. look, look, Case Keenum is not going to show up and not know what to do. He was on this Browns team a couple years ago. And uh, I think he's a quality starter and I think he can squeak out another ugly win. I'm gonna say is it's gonna come down to the final it's gonna come down to the final play of the game or overtime just because of how both these teams have played all year. Yeah. The Lions and the Vikings and the game that um the Lions and Twins and everything for the NFC Okay, and see North. I think they get the job done. Give me the Lions. I'll take the Lions as well. Jaguars and Buccaneers battle of the northern part of Florida here, and anything. Uh, give me the give me the Jaguars and a bounce back victory here. I think the Buccaneers are a little too over themselves over two big wins here. I would take um, yeah, I think I would have to take Jacksonville. I I don't think the Buccaneers are. 
a really legit team. I, they don't strike me as one of the ones who can, you know, make a – I get that they'll make the playoffs because they'll win their crappy division. I don't think they're a good team. I think they've played pretender long enough. The Cardinals and the Bears. The Bears are a four-point favorite. People have been all over the Bears recently and everything. I still think Kyler Murray and the Cardinals get the job done here on the road. I'm going to go with the Bears as well. I think they're a tougher team. The prime time game of the four o'clock window is going to be a big one. The Cowboys and the Dolphins. Uh, Cowboys right now are uh, currently top, are currently uh, the leader in the division and everything with the Dolphins uh, being the leader of the East and everything. Battle of the East here. Um, both teams with the Dolphins coming off uh, – both of these teams have been shaky as of late. Tyreek Hill should be back here for the Dolphins. Dolphins are a two-point favorite here. Both of these teams have, have been kind of a paper tire because they beat up on really bad teams. They don't beat really good teams here, I think. I am going to go with the Cowboys on the road. I think they're the better <clears throat> team overall. Yeah, I think that the Dolphins are kind of starting to flounder and – I think the Cowboys, while they don't beat good teams, I do think they are a decent team. <sighs> That's a tough one. I'm still going to go with Miami. Yeah, I think I'm, I'm, I'm still going to roll. I'm still going to roll with Miami on this one. All right, football. What do we do to deserve this torture? Patriots and the Broncos. Broncos are a sad point fair. Patriots had a big win, I believe, last week or the week before and everything. Uh, give me the give me the Broncos. Yeah, they stay alive. Yeah, I think they're I think they're scrappy enough to keep themselves in it, and I'll I'll probably pick the Broncos as well. Santa's already coming or anything for Christmas Day games on Monday night. We did a triple header on Monday uh, with the Nickelodeon game of all games on the Raiders and the Chiefs and everything. Um, Raiders have been that team that has been – I like the Raiders here at 10.5 underdog in Kansas City, but give me Kansas City to win overall outright to clinch the division. I'll take Kansas City as well. The Giants and the Eagles here. Tommy DeVito goes into South Philly to take on the Eagles here. Eagles have owned the Giants in the last few years. Give me the Eagles. I'll take the Eagles as well. Highlight of the NFL window here. Song is about between two number one seats. It is going to be the Ravens and the 49ers. This game is in Santa Clara uh, with the 49ers hosting and everything. You have Lamar Jackson and Brock Purdy. Uh, Christian McCaffrey against that Baltimore Ravens defense. The San Francisco defense taking on Lamar Jackson. This is as good of a game as you're going to get in the late window. Possible Super Bowl preview. Um, which is still a little bit too early to say or anything. Um, both of these teams are top 10 in almost every single category. Warriors being top five in every single offensive category. Ravens being a really top, um, far and away number one rushing offense in the league and everything. Defensive wide, both of these teams are still top 10 and everything. Your thoughts on this game, Swell? Uh, I think it is a possible Super Bowl preview. <clears throat> They're the two dominant teams in their prospective conferences. And honestly, I think I like San Francisco here. People can say what they want about Brock Purdy. He is playing pretty good football. 
and I think he's pretty efficient right now. That being said, I think Lamar Jackson's playing pretty good football right now. So at this point, I got to go with the home team because home team always has a slight edge. And I'm going to have to pick the 49ers. I'd stay away from betting. I wouldn't touch it. Six points is too much, in my opinion. Um, and I did, and I say that with a lot of kudos to the Ravens. I, I, I'm pretty high on the Ravens this year, as I was in, in our pre game, uh, in our preseason show and everything. I am going to pick the four Niners to win this game, only by three. Stay away from that spread. That is yeah, no, I wouldn't touch it. That is a bet. That's and that's asking for a backdoor cover as well and everything. So it'll be interesting to see what what teams will be given presents this NFL season and what teams will be given a nice juicy lump of coal. Well, so oh, I'm excited. It should be a good one. If you enjoyed this episode of Thursday's podcast, be sure to listen to our other shows as well as to our college football preview and recap shows. And be sure to tune in next week as we uh, recap this episode's week's action, along with week 17's actions of the preview here. Thank you so much. Merry Christmas. Happy, uh, happy holidays to everyone. Not Happy New Year. We have one more show. That's right. Merry Christmas. Y'all be good. Thanks so much. You too.